very best of CSK, vintage CSK in 55 games this IPL. No team has been down for this margin of victory as the Delhi Capitals have, whose playoff chances have taken a severe blow as a result of this 91-run loss to the Super Kings. What a bizarre sort of period they had in 3.2 overs. They went from 72 for 2 to 85 for 7. Total capitulation that gives uh, MS Dhoni's Chennai Super Kings two more points. It's not over mathematically for the Super Kings. It is not over mathematically for the Capitals, but you could see that this is a CSK team that, is, that could be feared when they get their A game, which it certainly was today. We look back at that game with Imran Tahir and Daniel Vittorio on Maruti Suzuki Presents, ESPN Cricket for T20 Timeout, powered by IQ9 5G. That is the complete CSK performance. If we, if we didn't get one all season, we got one now. That's what we're used to from CSK. I mean, the batting performance we talked a lot about, but they... They backed it up with a bowling performance, and it's nice to see Simranjit Singh and, and Chowdhury um, sort of at the forefront, really, mm. because, I mean, the, they they carried the load a little bit with no Jadeja, and obviously we know about no Dipak Chahar. So just the, there was no facet of the game that CSK um, let themselves down. In. And, and as you said rightly, this is vintage CSK. This is yep. the team that we expect, and, and potentially because they've had so many injuries, um, they haven't been able to put that team on the park, but but now they can and we can see what they're made of. Yeah, I mean, we always knew they're a strong batting team, Amy, so perhaps the 208 doesn't surprise us. We knew they have the ability, but the bowling, putting this sort of collective effort together, beating a Delhi Capitals team by 91, maybe they would have won anyway, but do you think this is a big positive for CSK, just how well they bowled, even though they had the runs? It is a big positive. Uh, I think they bowled brilliantly, even though they had a big score. Uh, but Delhi also, uh, they had a good batting uh, lineup and they, they could have chased that. But look, I think the way they bowled, a credit uh, must give it to the bowlers. And uh, yeah, look, uh, they got the team over the line. I think that's mm. what uh, they wanted at the end of the day. Mm. I guess we go to where the capitulation began, which is just after the first strategic timeout when Moin Ali got the ball. And Mitch Marsh and Rishabh Pant, who were putting together that sort of partnership that you felt was giving the chase momentum, just ended very quickly. The Marsh wicket seemed to be quite a reaction in the CSK dugout. Could you break that down, knowing Moin Ali, knowing Stephen Fleming as well, as to why that catch at long gone gave them such delight? I was excited to get a right-handed batsman out against <laughs> a right-arm off-spinner. But Moin Ali, last few games, he, he's really stepped up with the ball on, and, and it looks like he's bowling near his best and in a lot of ways he had to because of Jadeja obviously mm. stepping out and often we think of Mo and Ali as you know, top order batsman who can get the job done there and then maybe a two two to three overs in a matchup type situation but these last few games proves what a quality bowler is and that he can mm. he can come up against anyone in a, in a batting lineup and he shows that he can that particularly right-handers I thought the fact that he's brave enough to go over the yeah. wicket he's getting some spin on the ball someone hits him for six like Ripple Patel but he's prepared to go back hard at them. And, and that may be a product of having 208 on the board, but his, his bowling's been extremely impressive. Mm. Amy, do you rate Moin Ali as a four-over bowler in T20 cricket on, a, on only a good day or on a helpful surface, or a four-over bowler more often than not? I think he should bowl four overs. I think in the past, last year, um, I played with him, and then whenever uh, Dhoni Bhai called him, he bowled two, three overs, four overs every time. He got a couple of wickets and uh, crucial wickets uh, for us. So it's not because of his bowling performance today, but I think he's been consistent with his bowling uh, from last year. So I think he should be bowling more often four overs than obviously just bowling one or two. Mm. Uh, but look, it's obviously dependent on the day. If you go for runs, then captain always can change him. But I still believe that he's, he's good enough bowler for T20 cricket.
Hmm. I know he likes to associate himself first as a batter in T20. At times teams have been guilty of playing him at 7, 8 and whatnot. How does he look at himself as a bowler in the shortest format? I believe when he captains himself, he, he absolutely knows when the right time to bowl is and he, and he matches up very, very well. And as I said before, he's fearless as a bowler. Um, and maybe that's on the back of the fact that he, he does see himself as a batsman primarily. But when you actually break it down, his, his skills are a bowler are good enough to be what Emmy said, a frontline four-over bowler. Um, he's been a you know, first-choice mm. test bowler. He's got almost 200 test wickets. So the proof's in the pudding in terms of his skills. Um, and now in the later stages of his career, has a chance to, to be a four-over bowler, a strike bowler, as well as a, a top three batter, which is a, a very yeah. a rare package. Yeah, the CSK's bowling seems to have picked up a little bit of bite, a little bit of X-factor. And even though he just got the one wicket today, Mahesh Shana again has had a fair say on the game. To get David Warner, uh, perhaps that's the biggest wicket you can ask for in a Delhi Capitals team, especially with Prithvi Shaw missing, maybe even with Prithvi Shaw, the kind of form Warner's been in. Amy, it's not an easy place to make your own. You know that. The overseas spinner has not always enjoyed a long run of games in a CSK lineup. I know they've had injuries and no Deepak Chahar and whatnot, but Mahesh Thikshana, you think this is... Uh, something refreshing for a CSK template, someone who could very well be part of their plans long-term? Um, yeah, look, uh, I think so. Uh, um, sorry, I didn't, look, I, I didn't get your question. Sorry. Yeah, no, I'm just saying, I'm saying, I'm saying we know, I mean, that CSK don't often play an overseas spinner regularly. You're suddenly seeing Mahesh Tikshana make a little space for himself. He gets a key wicket more often than not. Now, is that just a good season now or can this guy be a regular for CSK going forward, part of their big plans like a Devin Conway? Yeah, look, I think um, I think he's a mystery bowler and he's been consistent with his variations and stuff. And I think, yeah, you're right. I mean, uh, look, I, uh, I'm i lucky enough. I had a great run one year when I played all the games, which uh, not happen often in uh, Chennai team, uh, like you mentioned. But I think he he built his trust, so I'm sure he's he's the future for Chennai. Who who can they put their trust in with the Jadeja uh, and Muin Ali? So like I said, you know they can uh, mix it up. They, obviously they all don't have to bowl four overs, but they're all good enough to bowl four overs each. So um, yeah, I think things looking good for him, and he's he's proved himself in yeah. such a big league like IPL. Yeah, you know what I'm trying to say. You know CSK they started with Milne, they then went to Jordan, gave Dwayne Pretorius a game. They were reluctant to first play the overseas spinner. It's been sort of part of their history too. Since Tikshana has come in, he tends to get the big fish more often than not. Now, is that just first season or do you see this guy being part of the plan? Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a really good question because his style of bowling has tended to have one or two seasons before before it potentially gets found out. And we're talking about a Janta Mendes or a Mujib. Varun Chakravarti uh, now this season. Chakravarti, yeah, yeah, exactly. So there have been examples of that, uh, but, uh, but I've been incredibly impressed with his with his bowling, because he's not relying on big turn. He's just relying on, on deception and he's relying on accuracy. And I think that's the thing that set him apart. The fact that he can bowl power play very effectively. And now in the last few games, we've seen him outside of that power play through those middle stages. And I think the thing that impressed most today was the bounce back from the Risha Pantover, who obviously mm. just came in to try and take him down, hit him for three fours. Um, but that didn't seem to deter him. He's still yeah. able to come back, hit his length and got the crucial wicket of, of Warner just... Just, mm. just at the start. Yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe you could have your own opinion on whether you felt like it looked out, but you can't argue with the technology at hand. So fair enough on the umpire, and tough luck to David Warner. But is the Capitals' season 
falling apart? Is that down to luck? Is that down to other things? We've spoken of their off-field issues, COVID cases and injuries and illnesses, whatnot. Lost Mitchell Marsh at one point, Khalil at another, Nokia now, Prithvi Shaw. But if you were at the sitting end of this game today, how disappointed would you be for the Capitals? Well, I think it was a huge game for them and, and it felt like they had momentum. The, their last performance was exceptional and it gave everyone some confidence that they could actually push through to the to the semi-finals, but this was going to be a big game. Uh, look, I think all teams go through injury. We talked talk about CSK, but it seems particularly hard on, on um, Delhi this year with, with the COVID stuff and making it even harder to be in a, in a tight bubble. Mm. Um, yeah, the, all those things just play little parts within the performance. I don't, I don't think Delhi will use that as an excuse. I don't think Ponting will or Risha Pant, um, but they'll, they'll be disappointed that they didn't back up the last performance with something similar tonight. I mean, that's just been the pattern of the season, Emit. They are yet to win two games on the trot. They're still not mathematically out of it, but they win one, lose one, win one, lose one, win one. They won the last one. Again, they've lost this one today. What's, what ails a team like that? Does it tell you something about a team that just cannot put two wins together? Uh, sorry, it's again delay. I'm really sorry. Uh, no, that's all right, Amit. I'm just saying it's such an odd situation where you win one, saying... lose one. And so much inconsistency. Does that tell you something about a team? Why you can't back up one good win with another? Yeah, look, I think it's just a standard of cricket, to be honest with you. Um, you know, obviously you would like to win every game, but then you're competing against uh, opposition who also has very good players. I think it depends on the day, how you play against opposition, what your plans are. And I think if you get a win, you should be confident to obviously get over the line in the next game. But like I said, I think it's just a standard of cricket. So you have to compete yeah. every game you go into and you try your best. Uh, but I think you should get confidence after uh, winning every game and then just take that confidence to every game you're going in. I think it's important, interesting word it uses of confidence. Does this team look like a team that's confident at the back of their last win? Suddenly five overs into the first game today, looked like it was going to be CSK all the way it was. Batting too, you almost feel like there's an inevitability that Marsh will get out in his 20s. Prashap Pant will get out in his 20s or 30s. And that seems to be happening. I, I mean, I think they came into the game with as much confidence as you possibly could have after mm. the last performance, particularly the way Warner and Rovman Powell bowled and Khalil Ahmed, he continued on his form. And I even think at the halftime break, they would have assessed and said, this is a this is a good surface. We need a certain type of start. We need to capitalise in the middle. So I don't think that confidence would have would have waned through those middle stages and even through the power play. But obviously that, those, those middle stages where they lost so many wickets that just um, you know, drained them of any, any chance of winning. So confidence is such a funny thing because it's not just about the team, it's about individuals. And there will be plenty of individuals on that team that are feeling good about their game um, and there'll be some that are, that are struggling. So I, I always find it difficult to just put it all on the team because of how each individual is feeling. But... I don't doubt that Delhi would have felt good about tonight's game. Mm. How much of this is down to just Rishabh on the batter? He's had three forties this season, then all in losing causes. He's not played that one great sort of punthish innings, which is a 30 ball 80 or you know 40 ball 80, which may come in a winning or a losing cause. But we're not seeing the best of Rishabh on the batter. What do you, what do you put that down to? Well, he's threatened. It feels like he's threatened every game. And we've had discussions around, is he out of form? And, and I've suggested because of his strike rate, um, against pace and spin, still over 150 for, for both facets, mm. that he's, he's so close to having that big performance. Um, and tonight was, again, he started with a bang in terms of taking down Sikshana, and we thought that was it. And it was, it was quite a soft dismissal, yes. the way he got out. Um, and it's almost, it almost feels like 
his dismissals are when he doesn't have that intent. Uh, I think back to Mohsen Khan getting him out. He's almost surprised with the full ball, and he was just looking to punch it down the ground. Richard Pant is almost at his best when he's reckless, um, and we've seen him play some exceptional innings when he just continues to take teams down time and time again. So, look, it's hard to say. I, I think he's still... He's still not not due. I still think he's in form. I still mm. think he can have something to have that big innings can happen in these last three games. Mm. Amy, anything you've observed? Pun seems to himself be just shocked or bemused by his own dismissals. He doesn't leave the crease. He's like, how have I gotten out to that? Anything you're noticing about Pun the batter? Is there anything missing? Look, I don't think so. Um, anything missing about him? I think he just like to play the way he wants to play. Uh, and that's the punt we know, you know. Um, but I just think, you know, he's just going through that phase where he would like to get runs like any other batters. I'm sure there is lots of batters uh, going through the same patch. Uh, but I still think he's a he's a wonderful player and he can change the game whenever he comes right. And I'm sure he's hoping, like us, we would like to see the punt we've we, uh, we seen before in international cricket and IPL. So I think a uh, guy like him need a one good knock and uh, I, I don't think he'll be thinking much about it, uh, but uh, probably because he's also been captain and stuff. So you need to look at all other things as well, which may be affect his betting. But other than that, I think um, he's still a wonderful player to me. Hmm. Okay. Last thing I'm going to discuss here about CSK. This is like we said, vintage CSK. Uh, anything about the fingerprints of MS Dhoni on this since he's been captain? Could you point out anything about players just feeling better? I mean, it's... It's, it's still a long shot. They're probably not going to make the playoffs. I don't know if the situation of the league has helped, perhaps, but they're playing better, aren't they? It feels like it's the CSK rhythm of old, where everything just seems to flow. Dhoni casually makes changes. Yes. Doesn't feel like we've seen as many drop catches. I just mm. Chennai, Chennai's fielding was was at their worst early on in the in the tournament, and that's that's unlike them. Um, so it, yeah, like I just said, there's, there's a rhythm to Dhoni captaining that just seems to, to run very smoothly and, and, and whether or not that's just us clutching at straws because yeah. we, we like to talk about Dhoni and how good he is. But uh, it does feel when he's in charge that, that CSK just, there's something about them when he's in, he's in control. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to put to words, especially when you're not here from players like me, but you've only ever known a CSK team where Dhoni's been captain. You've never seen what it's like when Dhoni's not been captain. But since he's taken charge, they've put in two excellent performances. Uh, fielding's improved, as Dan said. How much do you just put that down to the change in leadership? Um, look, I think he's he's got the experience and he's been into these situations and even bigger situation than that many times in his career. Uh, and he proved he's been the best uh, best captain, you know, uh, any, uh, all the formats. So I just think that um, it's just um, I only can think of a few changes here and there because he obviously read the game very well, and uh, and that comes from experience and uh, and I'm sure obviously there is not any other guy I think who's got more experience than than him uh, because he he won all the world's big big trophies and like I said I mean he knows where, what to do in which situation and probably. Yeah, I think there is few changes or what he makes and that's probably helping the team and stuff. But other than that, I think the, the players are the same. Uh, I think he just know how to make uh, take out the best uh, out of them. So, only mm. thing I can think of. Yeah, absolutely. You could see he's always he's had this legacy of bringing the best out of a squad, which you may or may not think is the strongest after an auction or before a season. But they've proven enough people wrong 
in their time. Uh, and the selections have been there to see. Devin Conway's found his way back. He's had a huge impact since returning into the CSK 11. He'll probably be player of the match today and give them two vital points. That will keep CSK in the hunt for those that believe that miracles can happen. Eight points, which means they can get to a maximum of 14. They would need for RCB or Rajasthan to lose their remaining games and have a net run rate worse than that of CSK. That's, that's the small requirement. For what it's worth, CSK do play Rajasthan Royals in the last day of the season. That is for those who believe. As far as the Delhi Capitals go, still better placed. They could still get to 16. If you were to just make an educated punt now, you think 16 may also be insufficient? Just, just to back up what you said, and Delhi Capitals would have to lose their games and Sunrisers would have to lose their games. <laughs> so I think we can comfortably rule Chennai out of making the top four. Okay, thank you for that, Daniel Latori. Very nice of you to add. So I'm, I'm supposed to be the optimist for CSK. That'll surprise a few CSK fans. But anyway, Dan, thank you very much. Imran Tahir, always a pleasure getting your thoughts too. On Maruti Suzuki presents ESPN Rick and Footy 20 Timeout, powered by Aiku 95G. And of course, uh, keep uh, engaging with the Maruti Suzuki Driving School poll of the day, which was asked today as well. And uh, we asked you who's going to hit the most force. Devin Conway has taken most honors today. And he was even part of the options. So others do not win today. <laughs> Devin Conway does. 29%. Good choice of options from the Maruti Suzuki Driving School poll of the day. Get in busy with that every day of the IPL as we enter now the last two weeks. The business end of the tournament and the race for the playoffs. Might have gotten a bit cold today. We would have liked to see Sunrisers and maybe Delhi win it so that there'd be five, six, seven teams with a real chance of getting there. Now it looks like there's some proper daylight between number four and the rest. So we'll see you tomorrow for MIKKR. Uh, that should be an interesting game, looking at where these two teams find themselves. Dan Vittori will be with us. So join us then for Maruti Suzuki Presents, ESPN Rick and Footage 20 Timeout, powered by Kunai 5G.